welcome, welcome back to Black Girl from Big City. <laughs> I am your host, Ace with a Y, and I'm super excited to be speaking with you today. Um, and as much as I'm always excited to be speaking with you guys, honestly, today I'm a little heavy. Um, first, I would like to say Happy Black History Month. It's our Black History every month, but Happy Black History Month. I don't want to be one of those, okay? Um, today is February 1st, but as I'm recording this, it was... January 31st, and I wanted to pay my respects. Um, I don't think that I would be able to just not bring this up on my podcast, have it stamped in some way on my platform, um, but we all heard about the recent um, tragedy due to police brutality, only to be shocked, and I hate even using the word shocked because Police brutality in all forms, in all colors, is wrong. It's wrong. Surprisingly, it was our own people who were involved in killing Mr. Tyree Nichols. Um, I want to say, rest in peace. I am so sorry that yet another victim dies by the hand of a police officer of any color screaming out for his mother. It is disgusting. I don't know what else has to happen for police reform to take some type of root in this country. And for those, I'm sorry, for those who did not hear about Tyree Nichols, Tyree Nichols was a 29-year-old black man with a four-year-old son who was working at FedEx and was a photographer with his own website. On January 7, 2023, five black police officers, black police officers, right? from the Memphis Police Department, severely beat Tyree Nichols, a 29-year-old black man, during a traffic stop in Memphis, Tennessee. Nichols was hospitalized in critical condition and died at St. Francis three days later. And it instantly made me think about Sandra Bland and all those other black people that died by the hands of police, that died by the hands of police from a traffic stop. Them being black doesn't change the fact that police brutality is still wrong. And a part of me wanted to make this entire podcast about this situation. But honestly, I feel as though the topic in itself is so complex and deeply rooted in systematic racism, prejudice. I mean... It angered me to see that the first thing that people said was, wait, I think I see a white hand in the video. It outrages me because now this just gives white supremacists a reason to say, well, haha, you guys are hypocrites. You guys are so angry at us, but look what you're doing to your own people. It's just, I wanted to do a topic on that, but I would just have to go so deeply rooted into it. And I have no choice but to be emotionally invested. I am a black woman. I love black men. I have black friends. My father is black. I have black cousins. This conversation will always and forever be emotional for me. And if it's not as a black person in America, then, you know, that's on you. But I am going to say the fact that their mugshots came out so fast and they were not suspended with pay, they were fired. Yeah. Anyway, I say that to say rest in peace, Tyree Nichols. And hopefully one day we will not have to keep saying these names. We will have something actually done about it. 
and we will be able to feel safe from the people who swore to protect us. So leave down on that. I'm going to leave it on that. Today's topic is actually going to be speaking about something that I did on my spiritual journey. Um, for those who don't know, there is something called the 21 Day Daniels Fast. And I had never done a fast before. So when I heard the number of days we had to go without meat and eating vegetables and fruit, I'm not going to lie. I was a little hesitant. Um, one, I didn't want to disappoint myself or God, you know. One, I just didn't think that I can do it. Meat has such an important part in my life. I'm talking about oxtails, chicken, right? All that good stuff. And we weren't even allowed to eat seafood. So I was completely vegan for 21 days. And I'm going to discuss what I learned about it and how it literally changed my life. It changed my life. Um, and I feel like in this time that we're in, it is so important to not only take care of our physical bodies, it's important to take care of our mental health. And that's what I speak about on my podcast a lot because I take my mental health so seriously. And I feel like one of my purposes on this earth is to help other black women be more aware of their mental, their spiritual, their physical health in any way that I can based on my own life experiences. So I wrote some things down and I'm going to be very brief and to the point um, because one, I've been up since 5 a.m. at work <laughs> and I'm extremely tired. I do this thing where I wait until I get off work instead of just doing it on the weekends like a normal person. Um, I'm usually getting things that I couldn't get done on the weekends done. So bear with me. I'm trying my best to um, get things done in a more timely manner due to my schedule. But I told myself this will not be another 40-minute video, okay? But I am going to be very detailed and I am going to get straight to the point as to what um, I did. So it was a 21-day fast. The... I guess you could say guidelines was to eat vegetables and fruit. Um, no meat, no seafood, no bread, no dairy. Okay. The first five days were pretty hard. I completely removed meat from my life. So I was eating, I was making vegetable soup. I was eating rice and vegetables. I was eating bananas and oranges and grapes and strawberries. And one thing that I can say overall, my body thanked me so well, like, my body was like, girl, not to say I didn't eat vegetables, but I guess focusing more on a vegetable and fruit diet is something that I will definitely do more often, not even for spiritual reasons, but because of the change, the drastic change that I saw, not only my energy, but how I, how I actually felt. I used to hear people say all the time that when you eat meat, you actually feel heavy you actually feel you know a little down and i don't know the scientific facts on that so maybe i can get into that in another episode but i personally can say i felt better i just felt better day seven i'm like oh my gosh i'm really doing this day 10 to like 15 was a breeze i'm telling you it's true that once you do something over and over and over and over again it becomes a habit and you don't even think about it like I was that person that was just like looking at meat and I had no desire to eat it anymore. And I was like, look at me. My grandpa was cooking pork chops, uh, bacon. Um, he was cooking oxtails. Like 
cooking more meat than he ever did. And I was like, devil, you are defeated. <laughs> Even after I told my grandpa, I'm like, you know, I'm fasting, grandpa, because the Bible tells you to not tell people when you're fasting. It's almost like you're boasting that you're fasting. Like, I'm so drained. Why are you drained, Ace? Oh, because I'm fasting. I'm just turning my plate for the Lord. I'm turning down my plate for the Lord. No, instead, I just told people that I was taking a different route in my eating habits and that I was just being more intentional with my food. Um, I didn't want to express that I was fasting because I don't want anybody thinking that I'm trying to be better than anybody and because that's just scripture. So I was really trying to be obedient in that sense. Um, but I can tell you that after day 10 to 15, after day 10, it was a breeze. Um, so if you're deciding to do it or you wanted to do it and you're just so scared, I say just try it. Um, it's, it's not for everybody. But if you really are after God's heart for something, like I had a prayer, y'all. I'm not going to reveal what my prayer is, but low-key, God answered it. God answered it. God answered it. But I'm going <laughs> to... That's another podcast. Like, answer prayer is wild. I'm talking about, I wrote a list. Ooh, this is going to be another episode. I wrote a list, y'all. And every single box on that list was checked. You know what I'm saying? But we don't want to use fasting just as God's way of rubbing the, you know, genie bottle and saying, hey, God, do it for me. Look at me. I'm fasting. No, you are earnestly seeking him every day with prayer. You're turning down your plate. You're turning away from temptation. And that goes to my first point. Discipline and commitment. It's going to take these two, okay? If I was not disciplined and committed, I would have quit on day three. That's how hard it was, honestly. But something in me told myself like, Ace, be committed. Be disciplined. Try it. And when I tell you, I was so proud of myself because I was committed. Every single day, I woke up with the intention that Anything that is not like God, anything that has deterred me from what I promised him, anything that is coming up against my fast, I have to turn that thing away. Like, I work in a school, so we have birthdays. I let my kids celebrate. You know, their parents can bring pizza, cupcake. Y'all, why day two my kid had a birthday party? His mother bought four boxes of pizza with green peppers, uh, all types of cheese, just real good. Papa John's even. And cupcakes. Vanilla cupcakes, those are my favorite. I said, devil, loose your hold. <laughs> Even my kids were like involved in my fasting. Like I told them, I confided in them. I wanted to be honest with them. So my kids were like, ooh, uh, I remember we went on a field trip and they were passing out ham sandwiches. So I took one of the ham sandwiches, but once I saw that like there was no lettuce or nothing on it, I just was like, let me just eat the applesauce. So one of my kids screamed from the back of the bus like, Miss Charles, you better not be eating meat. <laughs> it was just refreshing to um, experience that type of discipline and commitment. Um, I would consider myself a very committed, dedicated person regardless. But how many of us know that it's easier to commit to things that we're used to or that we want to do? And do you think I wanted to turn down cupcakes and crab legs? No, I didn't. But um, I kept my focus in mind. And that's the major thing. I kept my goal in mind. I turned down all these short temporary fixes and I just focused on the goal. And it was amazing to feel that way. And it was my first fast ever. So it was amazing to just experience that. And that goes to my second point. 
get an accountability partner. Shout out to my best friend, Hamani. We've been best friends for almost 10 years since I graduated St. Peter's. And, you know, me and her, we've built a, a bond with each other through God. Like, we, we pray together. We read our Bibles together. So, this would be considered her first fast as well. So, I remember when I got the idea, I was like, Hamani, you should try to go and fast with me. And I, I felt like she was going to be like, girl, no. Like, because Hamani loves coffee. And coffee was one of those things that we had to cut out. It was no caffeine. And she's like, Ashley, how can I turn down caffeine? I said, Monty, you can do this. And when I tell you me and her did it, like we accomplished it. We 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 turned down our plates for the Lord. You hear me? Um, not only every day were we checking in, like, girl, like, look, we was on, I'm not gonna lie, we were on Pinterest lusting after uh shrimp. <laughs> we was on there like, girl, look at this shrimp. Ooh, look at this man just cooked this thing. But when I tell you we were so serious about it, and honestly. I deeply feel like if I didn't have somebody so close to me doing this with me, it would have been harder. It would have been harder because she was like that person in my ear like, if you eat me, I will be so hurt because I I, I turned down coffee. Da, da, da. So I just imagine me like slipping up and then having to tell her because I'm very honest with my friends. Having to tell her like, girl, I slipped up. I ate some meat. She'll be so disappointed because it was her first time too. So holding each other accountable was very um, important. Because when she felt down, I lifted her up. When I felt discouraged, I'm like, girl, I'm so hungry. I'm not going to hold you. She lifted me up. So get an accountability partner if you want to fast. Um, that can be for anything as well. Like having an accountability partner in life when you're doing something that you've never done, that's extremely hard. It's helpful when you have those weak moments. Get you an accountability partner because they're going to be able to relate with what you're going through. And it's almost as if you guys can hold each other up. And then third point is that my prayer life increased drastically. Um, I was able to hear my thoughts more clearly. And I wouldn't say more say it's because of the meat, but I would say it's because of me waking up every morning with an intention to please God. Me waking up every morning with an intention of making God smile upon my life. Um, it helped me get closer to him. I've never felt as close as I do now. Um, honestly, I was being, I was able to be more vulnerable with God. I was like, listen, these are areas in my life that I need you in. It's not just eating. It's more so like you're able to focus on, okay, what's really going on with me? God, I need you to help me in this area because I can't do this on my own. Or God, I need you to heal this part of me because I don't want to be somebody's wife and have this still attached to me or if you're a male, I don't want to be somebody's husband still having this attached to me. I don't want to be in that new career that you've blessed me with and still having these feelings, these strongholds, these bad habits. So I was able to really ask God for what I need. And I can honestly, truly say he answered it. He answered it. So I strongly recommend that if you want to fast, you get ready for some real discipline and some commitment. All right. Um, you be prepared. A lot of people were telling me, like, go grocery shopping. No, all I got was, okay, so I was really eating soup. So I made this vegetable soup. It was so good. I'm going to put a clip in for my YouTube video. But it was literally potatoes, mushrooms. I never ate mushrooms, y'all. It was so good. Potatoes, mushrooms, carrots, mixed vegetables like peas and string beans and that sort. 
um, okra. My grandpa put me on the okra. Um, what else did I have in there? Um, I had a whole bunch of vegetables in there. And I put the vegetable broth and let that thing simmer in. And it was amazing. I was eating that thing every day. That's what got me through, y'all. It was that vegetable soup. Um, and then when I was getting tired of eating the soup, I just said, I need something. I was mixing it with rice because whole grain rice. I was putting the soup on like, you know, like gravy. And y'all, I got through that thing. Honestly, I would say it changed my life because now I'm more open to more vegetables. Like, I've oh, I had zucchini. Um, zucchini is so good, y'all. Onions. Put a little zucchini on your rice and you're good to go, okay? If I make, if I can make it, if Miss Oxtail herself can make it, I feel like I have faith in you too, my brother, my sister. <laughs> okay, so yeah, those were the three things that I learned during fasting. Um, and I'm just grateful to be able to have the opportunity to speak on it because 21 days from when I did it, when I first started, I was like, ain't no way. But to see me at the finish line of it, it even encouraged me way past fasting, like with my goals, even down to this podcast, y'all. Some nights I come back, I'm completely drained. Like I give my all at my job. So even coming back home and like, you know what? I'm going to go to sleep. You know, I'm going to stray away from the commitment that I made. I'm going to go to sleep. I don't even care. Something in me now just says, girl, no, you got you got work to do. You you made a commitment. Stick to it. So I would say this has made me a more dedicated person and even dedicated person and even more committed person. And I'm just super excited for what God has for me later on down the line. Um, and it's so crazy. Shout out to Hermani again. I love you, girl. And she watches every podcast. Like, she knows every episode. I love her so much. Thank God for friends, you know, friends in Christ that you don't have to feel ashamed of speaking to God, speaking to them about God. You don't have to be ashamed about being your most vulnerable self. So I love her so much. And I know she's going to hear this. So heart to you. Um, <laughs> but even Hermani was like, girl, we should do this once a week every month. But at first she was telling me, Girl, you lucky we friends at the end of this fast because you took away my coffee. <laughs> but yeah, so now we're even going to be doing like a week every month, just focusing in on God and what we need and what we're thankful for. And I'm just so excited um, for this new month. It is February. I have all of my goals that I had for myself are completed. Final applause for me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very much. But and I wish the same for you. Even if you don't decide to fast, I hope that you are able to look at where you are in life and say, listen, I need to be more this. I need to be more this. Think about it right now. What is something that you feel like you can be more disciplined in? What is something that you feel like you can be more committed to? Maybe you can be more committed to you. Or maybe you could be more disciplined when it comes to the gym. That's my dog. So on that note, <laughs> yes, I am excited for you. I know that if you are watching this episode that you have something in your heart that's saying, mm, I want to get closer to God. What are ways I can get closer to God? Some things, and I heard this from so many different pastors, some things, some spirits, some demons, some strongholds cannot be broken without prayer and fasting. Sometimes when we pray those things off of us and we're praying, 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 God, take it off and we don't see any results. And we don't see any results. We're missing the key factor of fasting as well. You have to sacrifice. 
and combine them together for that stronghold to be broken. So maybe you're one of those people who are listening and you're like, I've been praying for so long for this to happen and it's not happening. Try something new. Try something new. And I'm excited um, to see what God does in even your life. I'm excited to see what God does in your life. Okay, with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to Black Girl from Brick City. I hope to see you again next week. And may this next week for you be prosperous, be full of blessings, and no delays. All right, have a great week. Bye. When I drive, gotta peep through the window. Black girl, gotta watch what I'm into. Black girl, you don't know what I've been through. Dark skin, got I'm feeling.